time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. This is Trevor Hall, and today is Monday, February 27th. Lots of news today, so let's jump right into it. Last week, the precious metals sector continued to trade lower in what the Mining Stock Journal believes is necessary pullback or technical correction that will set up the next move higher. Gold was down $33 for the week, closing Friday at $18.17. Gold is now roughly halfway between its 50-day and 200-day moving averages. The 200-day moving average was at $1,782 on Friday. Silver was down 76 cents for the week, closing Friday at $20.94. The Mining Stock Journal said that silver closed slightly below its 200-day moving average, but said the selling on Friday felt almost capitulative. Both metals have become extremely oversold based on the RSI and MACD momentum indicators. The mining stocks also took another beating last week, with GDX down 4.5%. GDX also closed Friday below its 200-day moving average for the third day in a row. The Mining Journal said that the sell-off in the sector might not be over yet, but it's getting close. The Holbert Gold Newsletter Sentiment Index closed at negative 17.2 Friday, which means that on a net long short basis, precious metals newsletters are 17.2% net short the sector. Historically, a reading this negative precedes a big move higher, though it's not a good indicator of timing. In addition, the Mining Stock Journal said that the volume in several mining stocks declined precipitously last week, indicating that the selling may be exhausted. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first a quick word from today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Arizona Sonoran Copper. Arizona Sonoran is an early-stage copper developer and explorer of the Cactus Mine and its satellite project Parks Salier, both situated on a 4-kilometer mine trend on private land in Arizona's Porphyry Copper District. Opportunity for significant growth and scale exists along the mine trend, while future CapEx requirements outlined in the Cactus PEA benefit from significant on-site and nearby access to infrastructure. The company is led by an executive management team and board, which have a long-standing track record of successful project delivery in North America. For more information, please visit ArizonaSonoran.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. I-80 Gold Corp. and Paycor Minerals announced the two companies have entered into a definitive arrangement agreement whereby I-80 will acquire all of the outstanding common shares of Paycor. Paycor owns the FAD property that is host to the high-grade FAD deposit located immediately south and adjoining I-80's 100% owned Ruby Hill property, all in Eureka County, Nevada. The transaction will consolidate the northern portion of the Eureka District. The transaction consists of an exchange ratio of 0.68 of an I-80 common share for each Paycor share held, representing a 36% premium for Paycor shareholders based on the 20-day volume-weighted average price for both Paycor and I-80 of the period ended on February 24th. Paycor trades on the TSXV with C-O-R-E, while I-80 Gold trades on the TSX with I-A-U and on the NYSE with I-A-U-X. 
Dundee Precious Metals reported diamond drilling results on the Tierras Coloradas concessions located in the Loja province of Ecuador. The drilling program was designed to test a series of low sulfidation epithermal veins previously identified by field work and scout drilling in 2020. Highlighted results reported this morning included 17.3 meters of 46 grams per ton gold, which includes a higher grade interval of 79.5 grams per ton gold over 7.7 meters. Over 8 kilometers of vein strike length have been delineated, largely accounted for by the Aparecida and La Tuna vein systems. Both targets remain open in multiple directions. Dundee Precious Metals trades on the TSX with DPM. Banyan Gold reported results from the final 57 holes from the company's 2022 exploration program at Powerline and Oryx Hill deposits in Yukon. Highlights included 31.2 meters of 0.84 grams per ton gold, 30.5 meters of 1.48 grams per ton, and 78.3 meters of 0.48 grams per ton. The 2023 drilling at Ormac will include a Phase 1 program at of 25,000 meters slated to commence this March and supported by up to four drill rigs. This year's program will be aided by an on-site preparatory lab that will reduce assay turnaround times, which will help target and refine drilling activities during the season. Banyan Gold trades on the TSXV with BYN and on the OTCQB with BYAGF. Adventist Mining reported additional infill drilling results from the underground portion of the El Domo volcanogenic massive sulfide deposit within the Curapamba project in central Ecuador. Results included 21 meters of 6.03% copper equivalent in hole 408, 5.27 meters of 4.7% copper equivalent in 409, and 1.85 meters of 11.35% copper equivalent in hole 411. All results from the infill drilling program are to be used in updating the underground portion of the mineral resource estimate for El Domo, which will be part of a future feasibility study that will integrate the development, development and potential of underground operation in addition to the planned open pit. Adventist Mining trades on the TSXV with ADZN and on the OTCQX with ADVZF. Nevada King Gold provided assay results from six reverse circulation holes and one core hole this morning from its Atlantic Gold Mine project in Nevada. Results included 93.6 meters of 2.18 grams per ton gold and 17.1 grams per ton silver, and 45.7 meters of 4.21 grams per ton gold and 79.6 grams per ton silver. The company says the broad expanse of deep lower, lower grade mineralization hosted within very variably solicified volcanics and underlying solicified breccia occurring west of the West Atlanta Fault starts at depths of 150 meters to 250 meters and typically extends to depths of 300 to 400 meters, although many of Nevada King's holes and historical holes bottomed in mineralization, so the lower depth constraint is uncertain. Nevada King Gold trades on the TSXV with NKG and on the OTCQX with NKGFF. Lundin Gold says they have added over 1.5 million ounces of gold to the mineral reserves at Fruta del Norte, more than replacing mined reserves since the beginning of its operations. 
measured and indicated resources are reported at 23 million tons with an average grade of 9.2 grams per ton containing 6.8 million ounces of gold. Proven and probable reserves at FDN are reported at 18 million tons with an average grade of 8.68 grams per ton containing 5 million ounces of gold. London Gold trades on the TSX with LUG and on the OTCQX with LUGDF. Revival Gold provided an update on ongoing bear track RNET feasibility study work. The group has developed draft updated heap leach mineral resource models and mine plans for both the main deposit, which is bear track, and the satellite deposit Haiti at the bear track RNET that incorporated 2022 drilling results. Undated resource models for both heap leach and mill material will be incorporated into a new mineral resource estimate for bear track RNET, which will be released with the PFS. The report is scheduled to be published mid this year. Revival Gold trades on the TSXV with RVG and on the OTCQX with RVLGF. We have a late entry into the news briefing. Fireweed Metals announced additional results from its 2022 drill program at the Boundary Zone in McMillan Pass, Sinklet Silver Project in Yukon. Drill result highlights included 105 meters of 8.4% zinc and 12.1 grams per ton silver starting from surface. A new stratiform zone from hole 18 returned 8 meters of 11.5% zinc, 1.7% lead, and 61 grams per ton silver. The company noted all holes completed hit zinc mineralization. There are results from the last five holes from Boundary Zone and nine holes from the Tom deposit, which are still pending. Fireweed Metals trades on the TSXV with FWZ and on the OTCQB with FWEDF. That's a wrap here. Busy day of news. We knew it was going to happen. We'll be back later today with more corporate updates from MSD. Have yourself a great day and be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.